Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while. Lockdown volume two. Pete, we're back on Zoom. <laughs> back to the fucking good old days. <laughs> this is where this, this podcast really took off in the first lockdown, didn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. This is fucking brings back memories. <laughs> yeah, really, I know. I'm drinking as well. I've got a beer just to keep up the tradition. Oh, cheers. I've got fucking <laughs> coffee. I'll fucking stick with coffee. Cheers. So, Pete, we missed a week, um, and uh, there is a lot to talk about. I wanted to, first of all, start by talking about UFC 254. We've also got the Anderson Silva, um, UI Hall to talk about as well. And then we've got more fights this weekend as well. Fucking love it. Um, so, Pete, should we start with the prelims for UFC 254? Um, if you want to, yeah, crack on. What do, what, what yeah, do you... yeah. Well, um, I'll come in, so I was at... Before all this shit happened, where we was allowed to go and see people, I was around old fucking Bruce, isn't it? Number one fan. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, saw the new place down in Worthing. So that was, it was nice to be down there. Good little setup. Fucking, nice. Yeah, big fucking screen. But then, yeah, we wait. I think we missed the first. We, I think we come in at just after. Actually, no, we fucking missed all the prelims. <laughs> yeah, I just oh, realised. Okay, okay. Seen, yeah, hey, was you watching the football? I think we must have, yeah, we must have had the football on. Um, and then, yeah, it started on the main card. But, yeah, I think we just saw, I saw, I saw highlights of two of these. Oh, okay. Shit, yeah, I need to fucking go back on. Wait, yeah. was, it, was it pay-per-view? Uh, it was, wasn't it? The prelims were on BT, the main card was oh. on pay-per-view. Oh, maybe I picked up the prelims then. I might be able to go back and watch them. Yeah, yeah. But we we um I was up London staying at the Hilton. I, I don't know if I've told you this. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. like they fucking they said they were going to play UFC in this pub, so we went out to watch it. And like we, I literally we asked them like the site, are you going to be showing the fight? <clears throat> and when I walked in, they had the prelims on. It was on BT, and I was like, oh, this is quality. So we sat down, and they had the, the <laughs> football on. As soon as the football finished, I went and said to the guy, mate, you're gonna you're gonna put the UFC on. He's like, yeah, yeah, we're just putting it on, mate. Literally got to about eight o'clock. I'd missed all the prelims. Um, and then, yeah, he was like, sorry, mate, just to let you know, we ain't got it. And I was like, mate, I've literally just spent they probably, quid on food and drinking here, cunt. Uh, they probably realised they got, they probably thought it was just BT. Yeah, 100%. And I was like, the no, the lack of knowledge of MMA in this country at the moment is a fucking joke. Like, no one uh, knows anything. So I was like, of course. I would have, got, I would have had, had a whip round in the pub, 20 quid, innit? Yeah, pay, pay the geezer. <laughs> so anyway ended up going back to the hotel and ordering it on pay-per-view anyway when we could have stayed in but the first fight Pete it was Darren Jung against Sam Alvey this was a, a proper proper good fight uh, Jung was proper walking him down but Alvey was landing really really well and this fight was actually a draw and we spoke about draws before wanting to see oh. more but it was actually really really good okay yeah there's no yes, yeah, there's actually no result on the on the events I'm looking at it's weird isn't it I went, on the, I went on the UFC site as well and it doesn't even say draw it just says like no, no, no winner nothing well done, lads. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ridiculous um, okay and then we had uh, Cowboy Oliveira against uh, Rachmanov uh, really good mm. back and forth um, Cowboy controlled the clinch but then Rachmanov sinks in an unbelievable gu- guillotine uh, and choked That's him it. out it was mad to see the Cowboy get, get choked bruv this was because I heard this on. I've been listening to some podcasts this week, and I heard, there's, an, there's an MMA one, I think, with a sports journalist. Mm. It's a really good one of Joe Rogan, and like they would talk that like this come up, and they were like, "Oh, what about that?" I was sort of in and out of it. I was like driving to work. I was a bit tired, and it was they were talking about this Rackmanov. They're like, "Yeah, he's got a nasty guillotine. He's he's beat all these other people in other organisations and stuff." And 
he's obviously choked out like the submission guy or whatever. And I was just like, are they talking about cowboy? I fuck, I couldn't even, wasn't even registering. But now I've just seen it. Yeah, they must have been talking about him. Yeah, mad, unbelievable. It's just as soon as as soon as it was in, like I was watching it with the missus. As soon as it was in, I was like, this is done. Like you just you just know like with some chokes, it was just like completely done. So yeah, really really impressive from him there. Uh, yes. Did you see Nathaniel Wood? No, I'm just sitting, I'm just looking at it now. Fight of the night, isn't it? Bruv, oh, what? It was mad, this fight. Like, the so pace. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I hope these are tight. So it was, was that the guy that I said last time? The guy that knocked out Rosenthal? Uh, the guy that was... Find out. Casey Kenny. Um, it, looks like, it looks like him from the picture. Let's have a look. Um, do you know what? It's mad because it's like, a lot of these fighters that are coming up now, he does, but you don't have... Um, you don't even have a lot of fucking information on him, but so he had Nathaniel Wood, and then before that he fought Haile Alateng, um, Louis Smolkar. That was both kind of oh. this year, um, and then I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking of one guy. He looks like him though. Who, who did he fight? I'm thinking of the. He's like the little hillbilly guy that had his debut, and he beat that Rosenthal. You know the the black guy. He's like a stri- really skinny striker, like really crisp. He's got tattoos. What's Rosenthal's he... first name? No idea. No idea. Um, Let me have a look. I think I remember the fight you're talking about, you know. Yeah, he clipped him with a really clean left hook and then jumped on him, jumped on his neck. And then he like he was jumping about all over the place, screaming. He was like, proper, like I think he was like the biggest underdog on the card. No, no idea, bruv. No idea. But anyway, this was a mad fight. Like I said, fight of the night. It was a unanimous decision for Casey Kenny. To be honest with you, I don't know about that. Like, Casey had a lot of... Um, he kind of nailed it with a couple of takedowns in the end, but okay. the pace from Nathaniel Woodbrove was absolutely incredible. Obviously, I'm going to be a little bit biased there, but that's two mm. wins for um, that's two wins for Kenny in in October. Now, a lot of people are kind of coming like into their own during this time, bro. It's mad. Mm. Yes, did you see? Yes, um, did you say you said you, you saw Tai Tuvasa? No, I saw the or like I saw a bit of the highlight on my phone and then I was like, oh, Bruce, we need to turn over because the main card's starting. <laughs> Get so, the fuck wh- on. What, what was it? What happened? <laughs> so in this one, it was really, really close at first, but Ty landed a devastating uppercut, bruv. Just dropped him. It was mad to fucking see. Hell. It was mad. Fucking, how far is he reaching? That's what I'm saying. It was really, really trying to get... Bruv, Ty Tuvasa looked great. He looked like he lost a lot of weight. Um, he was, mm. like, a bit... Um, it just looked kind of, like, quicker than usual. Like, just mad, bruv. Really, really impressive. And then he was obviously... Uh, Struve was trying to keep him uh, at distance with kicks and stuff. But Ty mm. just getting on the inside, getting on the inside, getting the clinch, and this landed this unreal um, uppercut. And it's mad when you see someone that tall, like, fold. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I've seen it, seen it so many times. It's mad, <laughs> mad. Fucking... Who was it? Uh, Dos Santos. I remember the Dos Santos one when he had him up against the cage and just flopped him, just like fucking Jesus Christ. Skyscraper. Would you? Would yeah? Would you reckon of him though? Do you reckon he's in that? Just weird. Now we're getting this new with all what's been going on. We're getting this new category of like these like little pool of fighters. Like, should they just hang up the gloves? There's like yeah. some names floating about. It's just like, are they done? Should they just stop with all these like new fighters coming through? But to be fair, I, when I saw you share um, old McGregor's tweet the other day, he um, he said about Silver, didn't he? And I, I kind of agree with him where he basically said, you know, if you want to continue to fight, you can continue to fight. You don't just have to keep fighting at the top level all the time. Like if you want to compete, yeah, yeah. there's competition out there for you. So with Struve, it's like, okay, like 
you you if you would have become a champ or been in the shot with a title it, it maybe would have happened by now so if not you mm. just keep i don't know you just keep competing but fighting's a bit different where you want to get to the fucking top in it i guess i don't know what, do, yeah. what did you think about that tweet yeah i don't like i understand it and it's like obviously yeah, there is other stuff you can do like silvers i don't know whether he, he might still do like jujitsu tournaments and he must maybe he'll go into like training people when he's done but like it was weird because like obviously we'll come on to it but like it was weird because i thought he was actually doing really well like he was being aggressive and stuff and he was just but then 100 percent. but then rogan said this week he was doing stuff that the the usual silver wouldn't be doing like the way that he got knocked out he'd never get the, the way that he got knocked out with weidman obviously he was just standing there being an idiot but the way that he sort of jumped at um the way that he sort of jumped at your eye hole when his chin up and that it was just like fucking hell that's that's what he would usually do to people a bit sloppy he was, wasn't it yeah he's just sort of like diving in but I thought like I thought he was doing well and he actually looked like a little bit like the old silver mm. the way he was moving and I don't know whether Hall was just sort of waiting for that opportunity or I don't know but maybe maybe he could there's definitely still fights out there for him that he could have but then it's you're sort of getting into that realm of like are we just putting the fucking yeah lower leagues with like or like, like I say he was like cowboys weight like Donald Cerrone cowboy you'd be like oh that'd be a wicked fight they're both sort of at the end of their careers and stuff like this I think even I don't think they should do this it sounds a bit fucking stupid but Dan Hardy said about having like a like a legends like league like league, yeah something like not see I don't think that works but there's obviously matchmaking you can make them if you want it's like oh who wants to see Silver versus so and so, and it's like, yeah, fuck it, let's make that fight. It'd be good, like, just be a good, fun fight to watch. But then, I don't know. It's just weird. So it almost feels like when they when they know they're never going to get to the top again, or they're never going to get anywhere, they're just doing it for the sake of it. It's almost like they're doing it. I know they're getting paid, but they're just doing it to get hurt still. But I don't, but I don't know. I, th- I think it's also about competing, bruv. Like you've got golf. Like it's a sport at the end of the day. So it's like. You know, you've got golfers and tennis players and stuff like that who don't, they still compete because they enjoy doing it and you can make money from it. Like, just because yeah. you were at the top once and now you're a bit too slow to be right at the top, but you're still in the top 80, 90%, like, you yeah. should still be able to. I think there's a competition out there for you, and I'm happy to see those fights. Like, like for Dana, yeah, yeah. Or to, I saw that, like, apparently, and I didn't see Dana say it, so I don't, I didn't believe the headline, but I saw, um, a bit of, I don't, it's probably clickbait, but someone said that Dana said he, you know, was he did, he can't believe he let Anderson Silva fight and all this. Oh, no, like, he said, no, he said everything. Yeah, he said all of that. He, like, said, he, said, he, he said, he said, he said, he felt like he'd done the wrong thing by letting him fight. Like, he's got one more fight in his contract. Um, but I don't know. It's, it is weird though, because obviously fucking golf and tennis, you can't get brain damage. But like, <laughs> well, like later on in life. But like, yeah, um, well, they should get one up the head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Like, I th- I th- it must be hard. Like, especially for someone like Dana White, who's seen him fucking murder everyone when he was in his prime, and now he's lost like so many fights in a row, or whatever it is, and just like. It it was nowhere near as bad as Tito versus Chuck Liddell. Did you no see that? Way. That was that like even from the first, even before they even threw a punch, I was like, "Oh my god, he doesn't. He's not moving. He's moving like an old man. He shouldn't but, be in there." But looking at looking at that, then like, are, would you right now like in? Would you watch Tito against Silver, for example? Would you like to? Would you watch that fight? 
Um, yeah, but like I don't, <laughs> it wasn't much for Tito to do against Chuck Liddell. Do you know what I mean? I obviously, I think Tito could still probably do it. Like he can wrestle and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but like, but if you said if you if that Anderson Silva fought Chuck Liddell, we'd I think he'd beat him. Like he'd murder him. Hundred percent. But then, but then when I watched that fight, I thought I could beat Chuck Liddell. <laughs> <laughs> I see it was that bad. I was just like, oh my god, it's like he's not even. I reckon he'd he was still like, knock me the fuck out. Even nah, now. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got some tricks. <laughs> no, like it is. It's weird. I don't. I, I was a bit shocked by what Dana White said, but then it is a bit. Even even Rogan this week was saying to this the guy that he was talking to, like the sports analyst. He was like. Even when he watches him doing the training and that, it doesn't look right. He's not eating the pads properly. It's just like, it's, it's yeah. just a bit, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's Maybe he's like, yeah. I know he can still do it, but I don't, I wouldn't do it in the UFC with all these killers coming through. No. I mean, like, it's like, it's like putting Cowboy in with fucking Nico Price. It's like, you've got this fucking monster coming up and he's like, yeah, let's put Cowboy in the way. He's like a gatekeeper or a fucking name. It's like, I don't know. Fuck no. Someone could get fucking hurt. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't no. know. Yeah. No. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I do get that. Um. It's just. Yeah. I guess it's just like. I don't know, man. Sometimes you just want to see. I. I just. I just love silver. So I'm just like, if, yeah, if I can see. Do you know what I mean? If I can see him in there, but I guess yeah. you're right. I guess the last thing I want to do is like see him. See him get hurt. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and it was like, but it was wicked. It was emotional and stuff. But yes, just. How do we get onto this? With, like, this like, I can't even remember. You know let's, let's finish 254. The only reason why is because just looking at this card, I've got um, a fight written down here that I can't see actually on the site. Uh, but it was Philip Hawes against um, Malcoon, and it was a, a first round uh, obliteration. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, that's on my. Did you, have you missed that? You've missed the other two as well, innit? Uh, Ankaliyev and Kutilaba, and then the women's fight. Okay, so with these, um, where did we get to? Oh, yeah, okay. So I missed these ones because we was probably um, in between uh, the hotel rides. So, yeah, tell me about these ones. So Ankalaev and Kutalaba was obviously the rematch, when it? You know, with that dodgy stoppage. Yeah, so after you spoke about that, I kind of reminded myself of what happened. And looking back at it, bruv, I think he was pretending to like wobble his head around. Yeah, what yeah, do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah, me and Bruce sort of said this, like 100%. He was just, I know some people can wake up really quickly or come to, but the way that it was like a split second, as soon as the rest steps between them, it was like a split second. And he was like, whoa, like, what are you doing? You're fucking crazy. Like, I'm fine. You're just mad. About... jumping up and yeah, down. Yeah. And he was also throwing back. He was waiting for him, and then he threw like two or three big windmill right hands. And I right. said to Bruce, like my my point was, if he was actually out on his feet, and even if he was a little bit hurt and was trying to hide it, throwing them that sort of power from way back there would have just thrown him off of his own feet. Like he would have been like wobbling, but he wasn't. He was like sturdy on his feet. He was waiting, throwing shots. And I thought, it was, <laughs> I thought that he was going to win this second one. I thought like. Armor and that would come back round, then he'd get his shot again. But fucking hell, yeah, that ankle live. He's like, what is that? Like, yeah, like heavyweight. He's like, definitely, there's definitely something about him. He just fucking shut him down and then just fucking knocked him clean out. Just like, like drew him in. I think he's just, just technically like a wicked fighter. And it was just, I think Cutelaba even, he, he took a few shots early on and he was just, it looked like he had that look on his face. He was like, oh shit, like, this guy actually can fucking hurt me. And then, yeah, he just, I think it was like a wicked little combination. Just dropped him, sick. finished him on the floor. Sick, but, sick. Yeah. He um, 
Yeah, like that's mad. So Kutalabo in the first, he was the first, he was the one that was like pretending to wobble his head, right? So he's lost two in yeah, a row yeah. against against him. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. All right. Fair, yeah. play. Fair play. I guess it's, we we had a definitive answer. Uh, if mm. you can hear oh, yeah. in the background there, it's fucking fireworks night in Chatham. Bat bat. Uh, and then Pete, <laughs> no, Lauren, Lauren Murphy against Lilia Shakirova. I missed this one as well. Yeah, she was really. She was just dominant, Laura Murphy, a lot of her grappling stuff as well. Oh, yeah, she, no, yeah, it was submission. I can't even remember what submission it was. Um, but, yeah, it's fucking, yeah, she just looked dominant. She looked massive as well. She fucking ripped to shreds. I saw her training. They was all, like, her and her, some of her teammates were training in the car park. Oh, wow. They had some outside area, and they were just doing, like, hitting the back, like, hitting the mitts and, like, doing sprints and stuff. I don't know what team she was with, but, yeah, she looks like it. I think she called out, what is that? Flyweight, she called out the champ as well. She was like, I'm ready, I'm fucking, I want that shit. And like, I think she's obviously talking up to the camera, but she's like, I've been around for however long and I deserve that shot. I think, is that Valentina or is that Wei Li Zhang? I can't remember. Uh, flyweight would be Valentina, I think. I think it's, I think it is Valentina. Yeah, enjoy that, love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, so then, then it was the Phil Hawes Malcoon fight, right? So you saw a big Phil Hall. Oh mate, he fucking hell. him. It was so bad, wasn't it? it was just, <laughs> and this guy, and that Malcoon they was showing before. He was like, he's like, like is his training partner? No shit. Yeah, so like I thought there would be a bit more of a fucking contest than that. Hall was just fucking. Is that what is that middleweight? Yeah, fucking my eyes, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah middleweight. Yeah. Like, yeah, middleweight's fucking hotting up. Yeah, really, really is. And now that, what do you think about? We might as well touch on it now. What did you have you seen? The is is he fighting um, Yan now for mm. the weight title? Yeah, Jesus, this this could get fucking messy, isn't it? Like, yeah, so what's going on here, bruv? Talk to me about mate, this. That's, that's yeah, that's mad, isn't it? Um, so yeah, he said he's going to jump up there, get the get the belt. Obviously, he's still having pops at like John Jones and that. Um, yeah. And then he, what did he say? He was like. And if John don't, Jones still wants to stay away, maybe I'll go one up. I'll go one up even more and no, get no. the heavyweight title. He's a new Connor. He's a new Connor. I know. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, jumping like no defense. No, he defended his middleweight belt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, just all these guys coming through. Is that the? So yeah, that's fucking. So that Phil Hawes, he looks like a literal contender just from that one fight. Mm. Um, we got Holland coming up on the next card. Uh, Fucking Uriah Hall, all these strikers are just like. Uh, and do you know Lee, what? Fucking hell. Do you know what? Big fucking the Reaper, Robert Whitaker, bro. Let's oh, of course. Finish yeah, off, just to finish off yeah, these yeah. cards, and um, I don't yeah. want to obviously just keep saying it, but my predictions again came to fruition during this. Yeah, yeah. I said that Volkov would win. I said that Whitaker would win, and I said that Khabib would win. Starting oh, off with yeah, the Volkov yeah. fight. Peter, um, a perfect front kick to the body. Um, what did you think about this? He fucking mm. recoiled in pain. Yeah, he looked fucking. Me and Bruce were saying he just looked. He looked fucking aggressive. Like he didn't. He don't usually look like that. He usually sort of takes his time, works on the outside. I mean, he did work on the outside, but he just looked like he just his face. He just looked different. Because me and Bruce were like, I was joking. I was like, oh, he's got a new, he's got a new back tattoo. I was like, that's gonna make that's gonna make some improvements or whatever. And then Bruce was like, Jesus, look at he was like, look at his face. He wants to calm down a bit. But um, yeah, no, he looked red hot. 
Yeah, really, really did. He just he just looked great. The the way that it um hit him, I thought it was good refereeing because it looked like a groin shot maybe at first, but he he knew exactly what was going on the ref there. So um so fair play um to him on that one. Then Peter, we had Cannoneer against Whitaker, bruv. Um really, really close first round in this one, but oh man, just it, I thought it was clinical from Whitaker, bruv. What did you think? Yeah, yeah, he just sort of shut him down, didn't he? And then that, I can't, I don't know what round the head kick landed when it busted his eye up, but that sort of messed him up, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Cannoneer, yeah, is that sort of, he threw that little combo and then like a kick after, it's almost like a, what's his name? A bit like Carlos Condit sort of did against GSP. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, he just, he just looked, he switched on, and he now? He just seems, obviously, with the whim, whim over Teal and now Cannoneer, it's like, I don't know whether he's next in line or not. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe they should wait and see what happens with Teal and Hermanson. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like I mean, especially with what what is he's doing, that's going to take some time. Exactly. Exactly. To get up. Um, but yeah, definitely fucking straight back in there, Whitaker. It's good. It's good when you see people like that. They have like a defeat, like that shocking defeat he had against Izzy, and then you see them pull, people start falling down and down and down. Mm-hmm. And he's just pulled himself together and change things up a bit I think like didn't really go in like gung-ho trying to get in the finish the, the double just, jab like, Pete the fucking double jab mm, it was amazing yeah. like yeah and just just incredible. his leg kicks as well yeah, yeah it's fucking red hot I just I just I don't know what I just thought because I've seen people sleep on Whitaker bruv they really really like yeah. I think they do like the 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 wins he's got on his record and stuff like that like yeah, there's, the fights against Romero completely just opened my eyes to the dude. Like he's a oh yeah yeah. I like, think I think that was the same for me. But I did I did think Izzy was going to beat him, and they fought. Mm. And like even though it was like I said, I think I said to you before, like maybe I said it's Bruce. It was Whitaker's punches. If you watch it again, Whitaker's throwing everything into every right hand, and some of them are missing by like a centimetre, and it's just like. He's just you can hear him he's just like like putting everything into it and is he just moving out of the way yeah and if it was, if that was anyone else he could have knocked him out but yeah I was listening to yeah that, that podcast again this week what I said um and they're just talking about how clinical is he striking is and they said like Joe Rogan and this other guy said they're just he's their favorite fighter to watch at the moment just the stuff that he does tiny little bits but obviously yeah. this guy analyzes fights and he's just like there's just something different about him but I don't know if Whitaker can get back in there and keep his call. Cool, I think he could have a better chance. I think it'll be good. Do you know what? When Izzy goes up to light heavyweight, and people are, what, what's going to happen is what the UFC want is for him to beat Yan and then mm. to set up a, a John, you know a John massive Jones. fight with John Jones. But bro, Yan ain't nothing to be fucked with. No, no, yeah, that weight, bro. That's what, that's what's exciting. Yeah, yeah. That fucking Polish power. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Okay, just to finish off on one five four before we talk about. Another goat in Anderson Silva, and I want to come on mm. to discuss a lot of stuff about about Khabib. Um, what I do normally is I write the name of the fighters, and then I put my notes underneath it. And here I've just got written Khabib versus Justin, and under that I've written goat. <laughs> That's all I've got written down. Just goat. Yeah. Um, okay. What did you think of this, Pete? It was so, it was fucking exciting. Obviously, at this point, we'd I mean, like we've had a few drinks, and it was just we we're on the edge of our seat. The like when like the walkouts, it's just like ah. Oh. And then when it first started, it it was almost like every every leg kick that Justin landed, we were like oh oh that fucking that caught him there that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then 
and you don't, we don't know how hurt. I don't even know if Khabib was even said afterwards, but we don't like Justin seems to think that he was hurting his leg. The second round, he was like, "I'm going after that." He's like, "No, I think, think the the bit that made me laugh was the bit that made me laugh was Whitman was just like, as soon as he got in the corner, he was like, slow down like that.' And I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "That's exactly what he needs to do. He's going too fucking hard, mm. and he's wasting too much energy on his punt. The kicks were landing, but the punches weren't nowhere near." Mm. Um, and yeah, he was putting everything into it, and I think all he had in his head because even when Whitman said that straight away, like Gaethje was like. I've compromised his leg. I've hurt his leg. I know. I've, I know. I've got his leg and that. And he was just like, "Yeah, right." And then obviously they started doing the tactics. But I think it was just the pressure, the relentless pressure of. It's almost like the the pressure of him on top of someone is enough, but him chasing him around the ring oh, man. Yeah. while while you're missing punches, like you miss one or two or three three of them punches, you're going to be fucking gasping for air a little bit. But mm-hmm. he was he was missing too much. He was throwing too hard, and it was just. Yeah, just that pressure of Khabib and then yeah, the fucking back take. I think that guy, that analyst said from the moment he grabbed the leg to when he choked him out it was like twenty seconds, I think. Yeah. To do all of or to do all of that to get him on his back and then Justin moved and he took his back and then went for the armbar, didn't go for the armbar, triangle, fucking like twenty seconds or something like that. It's fucking ridiculous. Mad. So yeah. Mad. Yeah, it was just really, really impressive. The uh, a couple of things on this one. The first one is: Did you see afterwards that DC said that uh, Khabib arm uh, he was going to armbar him? Yeah, yeah. But he heard that, that was it. Yeah. Gaethje's parents were in the audience and he didn't yeah. want to break his arm, so he triangled him instead. I believe shit like that, bro. Like I think he's yeah, on that yeah. level where he can choose what he wants to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, def- definitely. That's what. That's almost. I don't know whether that's man. That might have even fucking. Uh, Tony Ferguson's, Ferguson's probably thinking, why the fuck didn't I try and take him down more? Yeah. Like if he's not not saying he's like shit at defending submissions, but yeah. for it to be that quick and then to just change submission and obviously he's tired as well. He's blowing out of his ass. I think it's yeah, no, I definitely, it's yeah, Khabib, definitely. Bro, at the end of the day, yeah. like I really do. The other thing about this as well is just very quickly because we're going to come on and talk about Anderson Silva in a moment is. I feel like there was like people love nailing their colours to the mast and people love picking a side and people love like he's not my goat and all this kind of stuff but there's a discussion to be had and I think if you have a discussion about the goat you have to put Khabib in it and people were saying John Jones is up there John Jones is the goat or he's got 15 title defences and Khabib's got four and like I can see people saying like, like look at who Khabib's for and look at who John Jones is for when you say stuff like that I think you're doing a disservice to Conor McGregor to Justin Gaethje, to Dustin Poirier, to Al Al Quinta, to some like what he did to Michael Johnson, a UFC veteran. Like, bro, this guy has fucking annihilated everyone. He's four. Like, I don't know what more you have to do to even get into the conversation of being a goat. Like, he hasn't lost. What what's he? What more can he do? I know. Well, I would say there's all right. There's yeah. There's two things here. I'll, I'll, I'll do the John Jones bit first. Obviously, um, when you. I think the only thing you could argue against Khabib being more of a goat is them very, very close decisions that John Jones won. You know, when he, when he, some people say Gustafsson beat him the first fight, it was very close, smashed him to pieces. But like, even the OSP fight was close, bro. Yeah, that was close. Tiago Santos, even though yep. Santos had one one leg, that Reyes. was a split decision. The Reyes won. Many people think that Reyes beat him. 
but I mean, he, he does always pull it out. And obviously there's, there's the, we don't drink. <laughs> John, John, John Jones gets fucking messed up. He gets fat between fights. He's, He's also got like caught gets, cheating as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's all, yeah, there's all that. And it's like, I think he did. I think if what it was interesting, what I can't know, I'll keep going back to him, but he was, you should, you should listen to it. He's got some really good points. This guy, um, he said that who was it? John Jones. He's a he's a, a sports analyst, like an MMA analyst. I can't remember his name. Um, he was only on about three podcasts ago, maybe. Luke Thomas. Um, that's it. Yeah, it's like one yeah. of the MMA ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's re- like really interesting. Obviously, he's got loads of backstage sort of gossip and like knowledge and stuff. And it's like he said, John Jones is just maybe he should just keep his mouth shut for the minute because at the moment, let 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 Khabib have his moment of being the goat. And if you come back and you win the heavyweight title, then it will be your turn again and you'll be yeah. the GOAT. And everyone, everyone will be like, oh, John Jones has done this in two divisions, moved up to heavyweight, which people didn't think he was going to do. But he, could even, he could even win that, come back down and beat Izzy again for the fucking light. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do something like amazing like that and you're the GOAT again. Everyone, no one really remembers Khabib. They're like, oh, he retired and blah, 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 whatever. But... Um, I think they could fuck him up though, but I don't think that will happen. Oh, no, no, of course, they could no, of course, fuck him yeah. up. Yeah, like um, no, and Garner is going to be champion by then. Oh. <laughs> um, what was the, what was the other? Hello, what was the other thing I was going to say? Yeah, so um, yeah, what you saying? That's this is what I was going to ask you. What would you think now about? I don't know what your opinion was before about Connor versus Gaethje. A lot of people was like 50-50 and it's like, no, Gaethje's too dangerous for him and that. But looking at what Connor did with Khabib and what Gaethje did with Khabib, what would you reckon, who do you reckon I, sort of, who do you sort of fared better or like? Yeah, looking at, so I would say up until... At so the moment, it doesn't, before doesn't the seem Khabib like... Fight, before the Khabib yeah. fight, I'd say that it was a, like a really, really tough test for Connor, And... Mm. The Khabib fight hasn't changed that for me because it's out of how good Khabib is. Don't just think, oh, Justin's blah, blah, blah. Like, it, that's Khabib's just an animal, I think. And he was like, this is my last yeah. fight. My dad's passed away. I'm going to fucking go in there and maul this cunt. And he and he mm. did it. I would love to see that fight, bro, Connor Justin. I think, yeah, I, I, it's a tough test for Connor, but I'd never put, I'd never bet against Connor. I ne- I've never have. He, uh, the guy well, can pull off unbelievable. Well, the, thing that, the thing I was going to say, obviously, when he got into the fourth round with Khabib, Mm. And that was that, and that was being dominated by him on the floor. So you've got him on top of him, managed to not get submitted until the fourth round. And if and if Khabib if Khabib can make Justin miss like that, then Connor can miss make him miss even more. Like that's the only thing I think. And like you're talking about gas tanks, it's like Justin Gage had done his gas tank within the first two or three minutes. Mm. And it was just like I don't, it just it just makes it interesting now because at first I was like, oh man, Gaethje's Gaethje can drag him into a five-round war, but then it's like, if he looks like that after round one, maybe it's just like a bad choice of fucking tactics because obviously he done five I'm rounds. Be honest, I'll, I'll tell you what it is with all these fights. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think it is, and like, I'm not, I'm not like in anyone's fan club or anything like that. I am very um, objective when it comes to MMA. No, not me neither. I, gen- <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think this. I think that you can't think, oh, Connor took Khabib into the fourth round and Justin only went into the second, blah, blah. Because here's what I think. I think that Khabib made 
the fight against Raging Al go five rounds because he'd been watching Ali in the lead up to it and he wanted to have a, a boxing contest and kept the fight like that and didn't like he he chose that. I feel like he went four rounds with Connor because instead of just taking him down and doing him like he did Justin, I think he hated him and he wanted to actually beat him up. That's what I think. And then I also think that with Justin, he was in there, he knew it was gonna be his last fight for now. And I feel like he just got <laughs> yeah. in there quickly, knew what he was going to do, quickly did it, and then got out. I genuinely feel like he is levels above every single other fighter in that division, and it's not even close. I even said to you before the fight, on the very last episode of Strike Force, I said, I think we're doing the same thing we always do. We oh, yeah, yeah. Someone's always, fighting Justin, yeah, yeah. and we're going, this is the guy that can do it. Someone's fighting um, Khabib, sorry, and this is the guy that can do it. And I just felt I like... Do that. I do that with John Jones. I do it all the time with John I Jones. I used to do I'm it with like... Mayweather, Pete. Do you remember people used to yeah, do it with yeah. Mayweather? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, even like, yeah, like Anthony Smith, I was like, this guy could do him. Oh, this guy could do it. This guy... And they, like... I mean, fair... Like, they could. Like, any anything can happen on any given night, but, like... What do, you, what do you think he does now then? What do you reckon is going to happen? Mm. Um, I think Khabib will... Um, I think he, he must know in his heart that 30-0 sounds great. Like He must know that. Yeah. Um, I think, obviously, he made a promise to his mum and I won't be surprised if he keeps it. He's very much about his um, ethics and principles and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see him again. And I, yeah, I, I, sure. He's given us enough. Surely, I don't, I don't really get that promise thing because that can all change he could be he could have a conversation with his mum in a month's time and she'd be like oh you don't look too happy what's the matter oh, it's because I'm not really training or fighting it's like well go and do what you want then son do you know what big I mean facts. it's like big facts. not like he's it's not like he's breaking a promise it'd be like his mum's not going to be like oh he's fighting he's, he told me he was never doing that yeah absolutely but, um, but yeah I, I, but I reckon I don't think it would be for the belt or anything like that I reckon it'll be Something comfortable like a catch weight super fight, maybe like GSP yeah, or something. It would just be I'd love him to a, fight GSP, Pete. I would. But it'd be good when maybe when the crowds are back. So like, imagine either in Russia or Canada, like fucking fifty thousand seat stadium or something. When we all get back to normal, hopefully, and it's just like that'd be a big massive spectacle for the UFC. But I yeah. don't see him coming back and being like, oh, "I want my belt back," because. Mm -hmm. We can do come back and have one fight and then give the belt up again. It's again. like, well, that's what GSP did, bruv. Yeah, in a different division. Fucking, let's go. <laughs> right, it, I want to see him. Right, for, this is for me. For Khabib to be the goat, he's right. got to go up, and he and he's got to either beat Usman or Gilbert Burns. That's what I think. Fair enough. Fair play. Fair play. Which I would, think which would be which at least that would be a bit of a fucking test for him. Why is it always about people moving up? Like, what is like? What, why do? No, I mean just to, for the viewer. I, I want to see him. It's more of a wrestler thing as well. Them two are wicked grapplers. Like, I want to see him against. I want to see if he's that good. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I'll be, I'll be very happy if we saw him again. Uh, Pete, we've got a whole other card to get through. What I'm going to do is we'll quickly just burst through this quickly, um, yeah. and we'll take out some highlights. Um, so stop me if you, uh, yeah, just feel free to interrupt me at any time. The first one on this one, it was Jason Witt against Cole Williams in the welterweight division. Uh, big takedown from Witt, absolutely really pr impressive performance. Cut him open, massive slams, got on top of Cole Williams and uh, did him with a head and arm triangle. That was really, really impressive. The fight after that, Pete, I wanted to talk to you about Sean Strickland against Jack Marshman. Unbelievable yeah. performance from Sean. And I don't know if you remember this one, but because it was, there was no, he was shouting at him, bruv. Did you, mm. do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I doing at this point? Because I remember talking, I was laughing to someone about it. I was like, 
of this guy is just screaming at someone, like <laughs> trying to. I can't remember. I was on the. I was on the phone. So I think yeah, it was fucking. It was wicked. Just even at the end, he's like, 10 seconds, man. Five seconds, man. Let go. <laughs> just let go. Why won't you go down, Jack? Why won't you <laughs> yeah, that's it. Why don't you go down, Jack? And, and then there was another one when he was like, "Okay, you asked for this," and then head kicked him. Like it was so good. I, I can't remember. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Just to say that it was his first fight after um, two years on a motor, after a motorcycle accident, and he was going up a weight as well, Pete. That was it. Mad, mad. What was yeah, you going to no, say? No, nothing, nothing. I just sort of remembered where. Well, I was. I definitely watched it. So, I watched the whole card. Yeah. Well, we. I think we were. Um, we were like because this was on. We were texting while this one was on. It was on a, it's, I said, yeah, I said to you it was on early again, wasn't it? Like yeah, started yeah, yeah. started pretty early on BT. Yeah, I started to fall asleep though, so then I had to watch the main event the day after because I didn't want to miss it. I wanted to be fully invested in Silver's last fight. I didn't want to be waning. Uh, we had Adrian Yanez against Victor Rodriguez in the stacked bantamweight division. What a head kick. KO, this was from Adrian Yanez. Dropped him with a right and then lands. Oh, yeah. yeah that was a sick. Yeah, it was a wicked performance. Mm. Unbelievable. So that was really, really impressive. And then, Pete, we had Alexander and Hernandez against Chris Grootsmacher. Um, I wanted to just ask you about Alex, Alexander, Alexander the Great Hernandez and what, what you thought about him. And, and obviously, it's a really big win for him. Big uppercut, barrage of punches. And he said he wants a ranked opponent. I feel like we've watched him a lot. Mm, yeah, well, I, so, to be honest, all I sort of remember is the cowboy loss. Has he had a fight since then? Um, I can check, but... I, I don't remember because I know he was coming off a win, wasn't he? Maybe yeah, because he's, he's obviously they said he's gone to a new camp now and he's changed everything up. But obviously the cowboy one was fucking. That was one that was quite shocking. So obviously cow, everyone was like, "This kid's up and coming. He's a beast." And cowboy just cowboy fucking, just fucked him up with yeah. yeah. Um, he after the cowboy fight, he beat Francisco Trinaldo. Then okay. he lost to Drew Dober um, from a TKO, and then he obviously just beat beat Chris Kuzmaker. I'd I'd like to see him against against somebody ranked now. Like I, I've seen him quite a lot. I'm really yeah. impressed with him, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm uh, excited to see what he can do. Okay, mm. Pete. Moving on to the main card: Bobby Green against Tiago Moises. Tell me about this fight. I was well, I was really torn between like. So I think it was maybe I wanted Bobby Green to do better than what he did. Um, yeah. But I remember that Moises. So did he tap out? Was it, it wasn't Michael Johnson, was it? Uh, is that that? I think. I think light, oh, yeah, think lightweight. Was, it might be. I think it was in his, it was his debut and he got maybe a leg lock or fuck, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I remember it just, he went to the ground with someone straight away and it was just like instant like instant submission yeah he beat Michael Michael Johnson Johnson. yeah with a Achilles lock that was it yeah yeah um but yeah like when 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 they said the decision I was shocked as well but then the way that they sort of said about it even the first round he did land like sort of some powerful shots and they was Mm. everyone kept commentating on his was it Bisping yeah I think Bisping kept commentating on his strike and he was like yeah he's doing really well against the striker but Bobby, Bobby wasn't scared to mix it up on the ground, though. He was getting him down. Nah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's. I think that's said. But they, maybe he made a mistake because round two or three, he initiated the takedown and ended up on his back. Yeah. And it was just like you shouldn't, you shouldn't, have, you didn't really need to do that. You could have tried to push away, but yeah, fair, fair play to the guys. Like he done well. 
Yeah, no, he smashed it. And then I was a bit upset for Bobby because if he won, he would have been the first fighter to record four wins four, in that short, yes. short time. So that but was then, a shame. But, but then you know. someone did do that, didn't they? <laughs> Fuck's sake. What? No, I'm t- next fight. Was it next fight? I'm sure he did. Was that four? Was it? Kevin Holland. I'm sure he's got four now. Bob, I love the way he was giving him. I love the way he was giving it to fucking... To, uh, well, anyway, we'll come on to it. So, yeah. um, he's against, uh, yeah, Kevin Holland against Charlie Ontiveros. Big finish from Holland. Um, it was a bit weird. It looked like, I'm not sure what happened. Like, was he out? And then it was a winner by a verbal submission, Pete. What did you think about it? Oh, this? God. Yeah, no, I remember this. I was, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, I heard him sort of say something. And it was like, oh, he's done. But then his legs started, both his legs started like shaking a little bit against the cage and he just wasn't moving. Mm. Was, I, was I messaging you? I think I might have said like, God, I hope it ain't his neck or I hope he's oh, not paralysed. Yeah, 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 we said or something like that. Like, I hope it's not his neck, yeah. And then I think they did say it was his neck, like you can, they had to stretch him out, but so I've not he actually heard. his limbs though? Uh, that was it, yeah, backstage, I had, yeah, they, they finally said that he could feel all his limbs and stuff, but mm-hmm. they was getting checked out. Fucking hell, yeah, that was... That was fucking horrible. Oh, no. Bless him. Bless him. Then, all right, Pete, he started giving it to, uh, <laughs> to Izzy. What Izzy. What do you think about that? Izzy, yeah. Man, I've, that's what I love, all these strikers at the moment, that are just they're all coming together and they're all sort of the same, apart from maybe, probably apart from Buckley, he's more of a like haymaker, sort of like swinging for the fences. But like, obviously, Kevin Holland, that Hawks guy, um, Izzy... I think there's someone else as well. They've all got that really crisp, like clean striking, and they're all like, they all sort of like the same sort of mould. It's just fucking exciting. Like as soon as I saw that Kevin Holland in lockdown, I was like, oh man, yeah. I'd love to see. Him. Not obviously not now, but in the future, I'd love to see him against Izzy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's fucking. He should, so he's not even ranked yet, is he? That's mad. No, he's not. No, no. Jesus Christ. He um, will be. He, he will be. Smashed. Yeah, he's got, he's got to get. I'd, I'd love to see him against someone. Someone like a big name next. Then Pete, we had... Uh, sorry, go on. No, I got no, sorry. We had I'm Greg sorry. Hardy against Morris Green in the heavyweight division. Uh, pretty much uh, annihilation from Greg Hardy. Um, did you mm. think this was an early stoppage, Pete? Or did you think that Hardy just had too much for Green and Green was basically done? Yeah, I wasn't really... You could sort of understand his... He said he was moving or he was like... Still, he was trying to get to a different position or defending himself. But I think he was... Yeah, I think it was pretty much done. Fair play. And then we had Bryce Mitchell in his camo shorts against Andre Feely in the featherweight division. Bryce just pretty much controlled this one. So much control time. Mm. Uh, there were some scrambles and stuff, but Bryce was just too much for him at the end. Yeah. And then, Pete, we had Anderson Silva against Uriah Hall. I've just put down that it was a pretty much a, a close, tetchy fight. and uh, it, was, it was round four. I thought it was round, I thought it was round three. So if that was a three round fight, Silver would have won it, yeah. I would, I, I would have thought. Do you, yeah, bruv. Yeah, I'd say so. That's what. I'd, but I don't know whether maybe Hall would have been more aggressive if it was a three, three round fight. I don't know, but like maybe that was a game plan to try and tire Anderson out. But I thought he won. I thought he could have won all three rounds, three first rounds. I thought he looked great. Like people, yeah. I, we we kind of covered this already, but I thought he looked great. I um, noticed a difference in when you're enjoying a fight when um, you don't know who wins. Because, Peter, I was texting you about this. I said I want to go to sleep because I didn't want to miss it. I woke up in the morning and I looked at my bet slip. From the 
<laughs> that Anderson Silva had not won this contest. So oh. was watching it a bit skewed because even though he was doing great, I was in the back of my head thinking, he doesn't win. So what's going on? Yeah, I, yeah. Like I couldn't even fucking uh, it. Yeah, I hate it. I've done that with the zombie fight when I... But then with that one, I didn't know how he'd lost. But it's horrible because you're just waiting for it. You're like, is he going to get knocked out? Is he going to go the full full distance? But... Yeah, fucking don't. I don't like it. But Pete, the knocks out here from Uriah Hall, I thought was great. A lovely step back jab. It was very similar to the way, not very similar, but it was similar to the way that Silver did to um, who did he mm. knock out? Forrest Griffin. Forrest. Forrest. Yeah. Stepping back like that, really impressive shot from from Uriah Hall. Um, yeah, what what are your overall thoughts on it? And then just to kind of wrap up um, about Anderson Silva, give me uh, in general your thoughts on him. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You you can't really you don't really know what's going through through your eye head. Like he's had he's had some wicked he's had some wicked fights, some great like knockouts and stuff, but he's never really made it. You know, everyone from the Ultimate Fighter thought he was going to go on and become champion, and um, it's a shame really that. I think Romero got injured because I would love to see him Hall against Romero. That would have been a really weird style of fights and like a good test for him. But yeah, I thought, like I said before, I thought Anderson was doing well. Yeah. But then he was just to just leap in like that, trying to like be too aggressive, chin up in the air. It's just like not what he'd really do. And it's it was a great finish from Uriah Hall. And yeah, I don't like for him next. It, I don't know. Hopefully they can find him someone. It's hard with these guys. I love because I love seeing Uriah Hall against like strikers. Do you know what I mean? Where it's just like put him in there with a strike. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Playing match, play matchmaker again, but like obviously he needs to be like well rounded. But um, yeah, I don't know. He's I don't even know. It's, it's, there ain't no ranking on my screen, but I don't know if he's he ranked on yours. Uh, who's that? Uriah Hall. Yeah, he's not. No. he's not got a rank. No, not no. Oh, he hasn't got a rank in there, no. Um, but then again, that actually, do you know what? Let me just check. It's actually, fucking none of them are. None of them have got rank. Oh in no, there. you're right. Well, he's ten now. He's just coming up. Oh, as he's 10, 10. Now, So I don't know if he was ten before that or Who, who's near him. Who's like seven, eight, nine? Let's have a look. So let's get the middleweight rankings up for the UFC, and uh, I I know who's at the top of the pound for pound uh, ranking at the moment. It's Khabib. Nurmagomedov. Let's go down to the middleweight division. We've got, yeah, so Uriah Hall. He's gone up to number nine now, actually. Um, Weidman's at number 10. Then there's Uriah Hall. Then we've got Gastelum, Brunson, Till. Gastelum be a good one. Gastelum Hall, have they fought? Yeah, I'm not not sure. Let's have a look. Yeah, I'd 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 watch that just to see you know who's I, I guess. Hey, I'd watch. Do it. I'd watch your right. I'd watch your right hall against Holland. Oh yeah, fucking hundred percent. Yeah, chuck chuck him in there. If if fucking Kamzat can fight Leon Edwards, yeah, fucking anything can happen. I know it's such a crazy <laughs> fucking time at the moment. Peter, we um just to quickly finish, we've got more fights this weekend. There's no point in previewing too much because we're going to talk about them. Just a couple of highlights from it. We've got Chika- Giga, Giga Chikadze's fighting again. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Jumping straight back in. Big Darren Elkins as well. Um, one of the young legends of the sport there. And then the main card, we've got some big names in there. We've got Andre Alofsky against Tanner Boza. Tanner's coming uh, off some uh, mate. And, uh, Yeah, that's, that's exciting. I That'd can't wait to watch that. And then Thiago Santos who is the number one ranked light heavyweight against Glover Teixeira. Pete, give us a prediction on uh, some of these fights. 
I'm, I'm just, they are slowly coming up. Um, Santos knockout. Oh, cheeky! See, straight in there. I wasn't even thinking about it. Straight off the cuff. <laughs> straight off no, the man. cuff. No, From Harry. Well, hopefully, if his legs are right, if he's, I think if he keeps it on the feet, I'm not, I don't know how good he is on the floor. Maybe he's a, they're probably all black belts. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I think Glover, obviously, what he done to Smith and he's wrestling and. But then again, I don't remember John Jones doing much, like giving him that many problems, grappling-wise. Or let's, uh, well, what are you thinking? You think the old man can do it? No, I think Thiago Santos will, will win this fight. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a mate. He's a fucking monster. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I think Tanner Boza does Arlovsky, to be honest, and it, that pains me to say. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah probably even yeah. by knockout, to be honest. Um, and we've got Ian Hirsch in there as well against Brendan Allen. That actually should be good. I'm I'm very excited for for these fights. Um, mm. Oh, Claudia yeah. Claudia Gadela as well. Mm-hmm. So that would be good as well. She's uh, come to prison. She's ranked number four um, uh, in the strawweight division. So yeah, some good fights. Is it on normal time? Do we know about times? I've no idea. Um, it should be, isn't it? Like oh oh, that's that big geezer, isn't it? Alexander Romanov. Yeah, that monster. Yep, yep. Yeah. Fighting uh, Marcos um, Ruggiero de Lima. Yeah, so that'd be good yeah. as well. I'm excited to see Max, Max Griffin even as well. Yeah, yeah, right. Max Griffin. Yeah. Boom. All right, yeah, Peter. Card. Well, well, let's call it a day there then. I think, uh, <laughs> like I said, especially with uh, the first lockdown, the way we were able to kind of do this and it's good to kind of um, pick up. I know we talk obviously a lot during the week as well, but it's good to just kind of sit down uh, and, and just catch up uh, every week as well. So, yeah, we'll do this yeah. again uh, next week. Uh, Tiago Santos knockout, I guess. Yeah, isn't it? Why not? <laughs> let's put let's put a bet on. Let's both let's both do the same bet. Alright, sweet, we'll do it. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got I've got I've, I was gonna say for everyone listening as well, if you want to make some money, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put I reckon I'm gonna put quite a bit of money on a on a women's fight coming up soon. Okay, I've got a feeling I've got a feeling about it. Okay, you're gonna tell I'm us so, the fight, or we're we gonna hold I on. I think I think one of the goats is gonna lose her title. Oh, tell me more. Have you not sit, mate? Fucking. I think that Megan An- Megan Anderson's the fucking real deal. Okay. And she's massive as well. She's like, I've, 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 I just sort of remember seeing some of her fights and I've been watching some of her training. I don't know, man. Like, and even, like, I think, is it Nunez's last couple of fights? She hasn't, I don't know. She didn't, she ain't looked like the monster that she did before. Um, Do you not think? They just had a kid as well. That's, that's going to like be different for her. I've just got a feeling about, I don't know, these Australians coming, are coming off two through. decisions against Duran Demi and Felicia Spencer. They, were, they went all the way, but before that, she did bang out Holly Holm, so, and Chris yeah, Simon, yeah. Rob, so. No, oh right. yeah, no, obviously. Okay, I mean, I mean, all right. But, all right. Oh, what was it? I think 100 quid, is it 100? Gets you back like nearly 700. Okay. So, Anyone wants seven hundred pound in this in these tough in these tough times? <laughs> tough times. Bet against the greatest <laughs> women's fighter of all time. That you heard it here first on Strike Thoughts. <laughs> we'll catch up again next week. See you later. Hey mate. See you later. <laughs>